0: We are live at the Line Hotel in Los Angeles for the Indie Lodging Congress. This is Christopher Plant, and I'm sitting here with Richard Volter. How are you? Very, very good. Okay. And so your company is called Muse. Yep. And what do you do? So we're
1: primarily a property management system. I think if you kind of speak to my more megalomaniac side, I like to think of ourselves as a business orchestration tool for the hospitality industry. Uh, But I think that more commonly we're known as a pms
0: so that's that's really our kind of flagship what's product. a pms property management system that's what i thought yeah i just yeah. want to hear it. i seek to demystify some of the like somebody was just in here and they were talking about verticals and this and that and i was like okay yeah, yeah. let's talk in english let's get like make right. sure that if we're gonna oh, get- the,
1: this industry has the most acronyms for yeah. like really really crappy things
0: heavy jargon yeah heavy
1: jargon exactly and if you don't know all the jargon people are like well what do you mean? Well then the speed of these conversations yeah.
0: happens in a way that there's generally other people around and so it, you know nobody wants to stop yeah, the yeah, conversation yeah, exactly. and be like what the hell is
1: that? Yeah yeah yeah. Like of course I know what a what a QP what a Volt- Voltron is. What or, a Voltron, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. The Voltron 2000 which should have been the name of the company. Yeah. And the product. Or like some mystery psychic on uh you know a 70s TV show. But um, so, tell me a little bit about how you came to live at the intersection of technology and hospitality. Um, So, I guess it starts with my mother. Um, So, I'm
1: despite my accent, I'm Czech, and so you sound so Czech, man. This is actually a very typical Czech accent. (laughs) No, it's not. this is like all of us eastern europeans stuff yeah. like that. uh no so my mother they did all of these kind of things um for academics when the wall came down so she was invited to um lecture at the lse it was supposed to be like a six-month gig she ended up meeting some investors i'm gonna take
0: a wild guess that's the london school of economics
1: yes sorry three letter acronym yeah. again uh <laughs> You know, I'm just like, I'm going through life, basically feeling that I can just drop these three-letter acronyms and never be pulled up for it. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so she gets invited for this little stint. We end up coming over, me and my sister, I acquire this accent as part of it. She acquires, you know, a new kind of career in bringing over Western investors into Eastern Europe, primarily in kind of uh, residential property and also crucially, uh, hospitality, so she ends up essentially kind of developing all of these different projects, uh, mainly hotels, in Czech Republic and Slovakia and uh, Central Europe in in general. And then she would essentially kind of be part of some of those projects. So when then I would, you know, and then I, I stayed on in uh, in the UK at schools and things like that. And I would always come back to uh, to Czech Republic to Prague to actually kind of have my uh, my summer holidays and i would have to always be a night receptionist whenever i came back Uh to my holidays and and that's mum put you to work she put me to work and uh you know when i really wanted to just hang out with my friends and do the things that you know 15 16 year old wants to do i'd be like on the graveyard shift and so (laughs) this entire thing has so like fast forward i was then helping my mum uh develop a uh, another project late in my kind of 20s and i just had this idea of you know how to actually kind of make it a little bit more human how to make sure that the technology wasn't self-serving but it was actually helping the productivity automating all of the things that i hated about actually sitting at the reception desk all the things that i would have to kind of type in and so i thought screw it how hard is it to actually kind of make one of these pms's Mm -hmm. and that's where stupidly i thought that you know i could just get a team together we'd start coding and here I am 10 years later uh, still, still, working, still working on the, the same challenges
0: thing. yeah but but it has I mean it, it's working right I mean you were yeah, you yeah, are yeah. actually doing things and you were yeah,
1: got 3,000 hotels in over 70 different countries you know and like really really big big groups now you know coming on board so it, well, why, don't, why, don't you, why don't
0: you explain exactly what the technology does i mean i like mm-hmm. the idea of the, the 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 innovation through pain scenario but um what exactly is the the special driving point about your technology
1: like i think it's it's a couple of things it's never really kind of one thing when you're trying to kind of uh, design for an industry as diverse as the hospitality industry but but fundamentally we kind of started off from this point of view of the the, the main pain point what we wanted was we had a guest application, we still have a guest application, where somebody can fill in all of their kind of details prior to actually arriving at the hotel. They can check in online, like you do at an airline, and then you can just get a QR code, for example, for the door, or you know, a, a code, or whatever it is basically to actually make sure that the, that the receptionist doesn't have to ask you those boring questions and, right. and get you to actually kind of fill out the stuff. And I guess that was the starting point and so what we've been really kind of working towards is automating the entire back end processes of hotels so check in being one of them it's it's one of the biggest pain points basically so so that when people actually kind of arrive at the hotel they don't need to stand in the queue they don't need to kind right. of do all of those things we have a kiosk we have all of these different you know ways that you can now kind of check in but it's about the idea that that actually those admin uh, jobs that they just become you know something of the past basically and that instead of you know having a 10 minute 15 minute check-in you're actually kind of using that time to speak to the guest ask them what they want to do to do mm, in like the to city.
0: immediately acclimate instead of like standing exactly. in a frustrating line with yeah. a lot of baggage after you've traveled probably great distance and you're just like i want to experience this experience Exactly. And that's, that's really kind of where we started from.
1: And every single thing that we built was after that. So, you know, then it's about how do you then make sure that if you're automating so many different things, how do you make life easier for the finance teams? How do you make sure that basically, like, they don't have to go through reams and reams of, of paper inputting all of the kind of details from, you know, the guest, uh, the credit cards and all of these different things, basically? How do you actually make sure that the night audit is an automated kind of thing as well? And you go process by process that is just admin work that mm-hmm. somebody has to be kind of keying in and you try. But and, it's essential. But it's essential, but the machine is going to do it better. Than right. A human. A human should be doing human work, like making people happy, making people laugh, you know, uh, making you feel welcome, you know, giving you advice on what to do in the city. Those are the things that are great, actually, and and it and it's the job of everyone, you know. Like, it's not like a guest might have a um, a request that only the concierge or only the uh, receptionist might know, mm-hmm. you know, democratize it, basically make sure that everyone can see that message, you know, and, and treat the PMS as basically this kind of generalized tool that everyone in the hotel can actually see. So, if, for example, the GM actually wants to reply to a message that somebody has, has, has posted to the, to the hotel to say, like, you know, where should I go tonight? If that GM has the best
0: answer, make sure that they can actually kind of answer that question. Yeah, and I mean, we were just chatting with with Andrew, uh, Andrew Benioff, founder of ILC, uh, about uh, a particular instance that he uh, encountered right here. And at this point, we won't say the name of the hotel, but (laughs) that was where somebody had gone out of their way to create an experience that would enhance the overall experience of being at the hotel. And yet, the execution of it was not Completed well, and so it makes it like a, a net net negative. Yeah, and I like and I think that that's
1: usually you know when we kind of have SLAs when we have SOPs basically like standard operating procedures and things like that. Where this is how most hotels operate, mm-hmm. they kind of dehumanize the entire experience. You yeah. know they
0: especially from a staff perspective. Yeah, like, because, where like people are like, I just don't want to be doing this.
1: Like I have a checklist, you know, and these are the types of things, and and they don't check themselves to kind of go like first of all there's basically going to be somebody who's either going to be kind of implementing that checklist in a bad way yeah or you know then that's that's terrible so for example like we were saying like you know if you write a card write who it's from don't say like you know the hotel's name yeah you know and and that's terrible and it's like little things like that where a checklist is actually kind of good but then when you think about that think about the whole experience you know think about also who are the people on site that are going to be kind of, you know, doing that step two of that thing? So if you signed your name as, as Anna, you know, make sure that there is somebody, you know, with a name tag called Anna. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's just yeah. like little like tiny little, things.
0: Like, similar to like kind of like your chat bot, which has gotten to be very, um, they're capable of articulating the singularity in certain essences. But you, you spoke on a panel today about, you know, the intersection of, of tech and hospitality and about... I think that what I heard was that you and many other people who shared the panel with you feel that tech is behind and is playing catch up in the the hospitality sector. Can you just talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I, I think it really comes from a point of view that most hoteliers actually have on technology that they're not demanding enough of technology to actually kind of work for them they they feel that again technology has become a kind of tick box exercise to you know enforce certain standards or to do to do certain yeah, things. like surveillance and,
0: and and the checklist that you were talking
1: about exactly and and they don't really think about it as you know how can we make this process better how can we think creatively how can we inject creativity into what we're doing and they don't think of technology as actually being
0: able to bring that. And I think that that's a shame. And I think that's why
1: we're kind of so far behind.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, especially in the upscale hospitality sector and the luxury sector, so much of what made those brands unique was the the human touch, right? And the the highly refined, we know your name, we've done our research kind of approach to it and adding technology into that process can probably induce fear in in a lot of these uh, sort of luxury brands. But like, I think it's a double-edged
1: kind of thing. I think like one of the best hospitality experiences that I've had was you know, just going to more or less a random Airbnb in Costa Rica and the owner of the uh, Airbnb just gave me their WhatsApp and it basically meant that like, I could speak to this like, very like, interesting, highly articulate person basically every single time. And, and it's not really a technology experience, but it's basically, it's a, it really felt like a luxury the Point experience. of access. Because I could just like I could just ask that person like what's cool what's nice you know yeah. I like I want to you know take my wife out for a nice meal where should I go and I had trust that when they would recommend a restaurant it would actually be a decent restaurant yeah it wouldn't be like you know just go to like the the nearest Chipotle mm-hmm. you know because they're giving me a kickback yeah you know and I and I feel that that is the essence of what luxury actually is mm-hmm. it's that idea of. I'm coming to a place that i can trust that i can trust that the things that they're doing are for my benefit for the benefit of my experience and i think that they're doing it in a way that you know i might end up paying them a lot more money but at least i don't have to think about whether i need to trust this person whether they're working for me or whether they're working for themselves and i feel like even in some of those luxury brands i'm not sure if you know i'm getting a a Ritz experience that is self-serving to the Ritz, right. you know. And I don't. I'm not sure if basically like their decisions or their recommendations are actually driving the best possible experience that I can experience. Yeah. You know, like I'm. I'm probably being unfair to the Ritz or you know any other brand. But I think it's it's about that kind of focus on the customer and focus on that particular experience and that's why like you know you could call that WhatsApp experience that I had a tech experience. Yeah. But at the end of the day it's just the tech is just there to facilitate something. The the human experience. The human experience.
0: Yeah. No and I I think that I like that. And I think that, you know, one of the things that that I have seen with uh, the introduction of technology is that it does require a a fine balance. Right? I've I've been to hotels that are doing the uh, invisible service right where they they have such an articulated idea of what you want and yet sometimes it can work and sometimes you feel like oh you just basically cut every cost out of this so that you don't have to be here and so what do you see as sort of relates to your technology how do you handle that delicate balance i think the the way that we think about it
1: is what's the addition of humanness or of you know yeah, that, what, is, what is gained what is gained and it's like when you think basically of the fact that every single interaction with the guest must always be you know it has to be enhancing something it has to be enhancing the trust it has to be enhancing the the experience it has to be enhancing the value that they perceive that they're actually getting out of that interaction And when you think about this kind of like model of every single thing is additive for the guest you know, from this kind of guest first perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important. We and I think what what's really important is that actually that you that you use the technology as as a way to shift the mindset. You know, so think about it more as, you know, it's not a check-in experience, it's a welcoming experience. And like we, for example, like will play out these types of diagrams which are like, you know, um, American football schemas basically where you yeah. have defense and offense. And essentially, like, you know, the, the, when, you're, when you're running a play, you know, that's basically like running an algorithm. Yeah. yeah. And so if you think about guest experience from a technological perspective, is that it would be great to just have a library of these algorithms that just goes, you know, based on these three different inputs that you have, which might be the way that, you know, somebody said, I'm arriving at this time with this car. You know, and I'm basically many coming bags, this many bags or whatever. And... So that you don't need to ask that person who they are. You just, you know, you mm-hmm. basically use the technology to actually recognize that person. yeah. And so you go up to that person and you go, hello, Mr.
0: Volta. You know, great to welcome you and your family in. Basically, you must and be tired from traveling this great distance, and we're going to do this for you to create a very specific experience in advance, so that um, exactly. Yeah. And that's technology. Yeah. That's
1: technology driving a positive experience. Basically, that's additive. You know, and yeah. it's not like here is a kiosk because mm-hmm.
0: you know we've managed to buy a kiosk. Yeah, it's actually. And there's you know, some, you know, angry flight <laughs> attendant standing over your shoulder, making sure that you you do it correctly. Yeah, yeah. But that's cool. And so, why do you think it's important for you to come to uh, an event like ILC? I think
1: a it's just a great crowd, yeah. and it's like a bunch of um, really, really disgruntled hoteliers. Who? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's more than that. It's, it's more, more than, than that. that. But like, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I think
1: it's nice to be able to actually kind of be with people that that I think have both a vested interest and a passion for this industry. Yeah. I think sometimes people can be a little bit too careerist about what this industry is Mm -hmm. um and i think that you know i I like this crowd here because it it definitely feels that these are people who really care about service people that really really care about actual hospitality and care about their hotels their they put a lot of passion into it. Like yeah. I think it, it is a passionate industry. Like people really, really care. Well, and it doesn't, it doesn't always make it. sense.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, and so that's, that's where the passion comes into play. And to re engage your sports metaphor, you are able to talk a lot of insider baseball, yeah. you know, that's where great. you, where you can, you know, be in a, a situation where you're outside of your employee, employer hat. Yeah. And you're in a place where people are, are much more willing to share the good and the bad. And, yep. um, you know, I do think that, you know, we've heard it from Dan, our MC today, and we hear it a lot from, from Andrew that, you know, this isn't about the perfect application of the sport of hoteling. Yeah. This is really about creating connections and bringing people together in a sort of intentional way that is fun, but has a lot of meat on the bone and gets very serious. Yeah, and I think that's what, cool, because
1: a lot of the people that Andrew gets in, but a lot of the people in general are very, very creative here. And I think every single industry is just better with creativity. Um, so the more things that you can actually kind of do in a in a creative way, that's always going to have outsized returns. So in terms of you know making a great product, you always make great products. For example, for a specific community, and if you understand like what are the things that the people are actually kind of like looking for, that's going to also make us as a better as a better kind of tech partner to a lot of these types of people basically that that are thinking you know, how do I solve this problem? Or how do I kind of make myself unique by being creative about this kind of problem that I basically have? And, and if we can then tack onto that and kind of go like, okay, well, how do we solve for that from a technological perspective? That's gonna make us the best product. I'm Richard Volta, I'm the founder of Muse. Uh We're a property management system, and we're here at the Line Hotel in Los Angeles for the Indie Lodging Conference.